I've been doing a lot lately is looking into like stoicism and what mm-hmm. the stoics used to say and one thing that I've had to try and really really hard to incorporate into my own life is that when you're when you're trying to reach like success or when you're trying to reach or do different tasks or things like you shouldn't think of this goes back to what you were saying Morgan you shouldn't really when you set a goal for yourself isn't and it's super weird right because I'm gonna say it and it's gonna sound weird but when you set a goal for yourself you're theoretically setting yourself self up for failure whether you achieve the goal or not because if you if you achieve the goal then you're like well crap what do I do now Mm-hmm. Or if you don't achieve the goal, then you're like, well, crap, I could clearly do better. All right, everyone recording? Yes. <laughs> All right. You ready, Chandler? Yeah, bro. Well, um, hold on. I think that one's pretty good. Alright. I can't see nothing on my life. Yeah, I'm recording. Alright. Three, two, one. Hello, everyone. This is Caleb Boudreau, the editor-in-chief of an extraordinary life.online. Today, we have... Morgan. Hey everyone, this is Morgan, the lead lifestyle writer. And Chandler. The sexier, more attractive. What was the other word? Brother. Yeah, but there was another word last time. Either way. Smarter and prettier. Smartier and smarter and prettier. Smartier and prettier. Yeah, that sounds about right. There we go. Uh, (laughs) And this is this extraordinary life. The podcast where we just basically talk crap about each other and talk about different things going on in the world. Sounds about right. So, yeah. So, um, let's see. Um, Chandler, you were talking last time about how time doesn't feel like it's going very, um, feels like it's going faster as you get older. Go ahead and explain that while I eat this party pack of Oreos. Uh, I think so. I, I did. It was interesting because like it was like one of those toilet talks. You know what I'm saying? Like you was on the toilet and you just start googling stuff. <laughs> so I started reading different articles about it. About it, and just because we talked about it last time briefly. But it's just so interesting to think. Um, we were kind of talking a little bit before we started recording. But like summer break when we were in elementary school used to feel like forever. It used to feel like the extents of the year. But to be fair, like. We never had that type of freedom between school before. So, like, every time you got summer break, it just felt shorter and shorter and shorter. And I was genuinely convinced that we were just getting shorter summer breaks. Um, I remember that conversation with you whenever we were kids. Yeah, because, well, I mean, I used to come to Louisiana to visit. And I used to come and I used to be like, what the heck? Like, now my summer vacation's over. It's done. Because I've just spent my entire vacation. But I'd only spend, like, a month in Louisiana. Yep. Yet I'd feel like it would all be gone. And now, like, I'm 23, and three months seems so short. Like, I'm, I look at three months as that's three boxes full of invoices. That's three percent, like, three months of percents that I've just done. Like, the months come so quick 
it just feels like every every three four days I'm sending the reports off again it's just well, so wild yeah if you think about it we're in the third month of 2023 and it feels like New Year's Eve was literally last week I feel yeah, yeah I'm gonna be so completely strange. honest I think the last time I saw Brandon was on New Year's Eve <laughs> or New Year's Day because uh, New Year's Eve was Saturday New Year's Day was Sunday so yeah it was it would have been New Year's Day he brought some cabbage over that's so wild like and then yeah. so imagine right we're all pretty young in comparison to average life expectancy but like imagine because i think what it does is i don't know if the word's exponential but every year it gets twice as short like how we feel so like our first year of life our second year feels half as long our third year feels half as long as that our fourth year feels half as long as that and just it just goes and goes and goes it's, it's incredible it's crazy yeah i just wonder how how older people but i'm so curious right i think we spoke last time last podcast about how the more the more you do time seems i said that time seems to go by faster with the more things you do do you got would you guys agree or no yeah like if your schedule is booked your day feels so so fast but if you've got nothing to do and you're bored it just drags drags on. on yeah yeah. So like, but at, like older people, like if you're 80 years old, how much are you really doing? You're probably just sitting down crocheting right? and watching the Golden Girls. I mean, and so does that, so does that mean that time's going to go slower? Like it's such a, such a tricky question. Hmm. Yeah. I guess we should have gotten like an 80 year old to be the guest on the yeah. podcast. <laughs> that, would, that, that would be the way to go. Yeah. I can call my grandma real quick. Yeah. Right. <laughs> how long does a year feel to you? What? <laughs> they're like what what year are we even in yeah. yeah no but i would say like like if you look at it in like 10 year increments so like from age 10 to 20 i mean there is just so much yeah that's happening i mean you're hitting puberty you're like at 10 years old you're a child you know and then you hit puberty at like i don't know 13 14 years old and then you're in high school and you're going through your teenage years and then you hit 20 years old and like you know most people are like in college or they're working yeah you know but i moved out at 18 i moved out at 18 as well so so crazy yeah and then like if you think of but 20 years old to 30 years old i mean that's just flying by like i'm about to be 25 years old in five years i mean i feel like i was 20 like literally not that long ago i'm like wait i'm 25 so that means i'm like halfway to 50 you know. You're an old fart now, Morgan. I know. I hope you realize that. I know, I know. <laughs> Caleb, you know what you said last time? Uh, you said uh, you were reading or watching something, and, and the, the beginning of it was life is measured in... Oh, life is measured in uh, moments of impact. Moments of impact. So what's crazy about that is like a moment of impact is my first time riding a bike. Uh, my first time uh, going to the movies. or like So I think as you grow up, you have like less moments of impact so what do you yeah, think you have less yeah you have less, less to like impactful less. moments yeah that are just like oh my goodness this is like my first like you think your first kiss like oh i guess yeah. in the grand scheme of life it's nothing so right minuscule. and then you have yeah and then you have um your your first date and then like as you're actually like okay now you're in your fifth relationship you had you're so like, many dates and so many. Yeah, you're like it's so just many, meh. Yeah, 
Yeah, so well, you don't even think about it, right? At well, 24, yeah. I have my first boyfriend now, so <laughs> that's a moment of impact. Fair. At such a young, a young slash old age, I don't know. But I, I, the reason I bring that up is it's just so interesting that, like, I think what it is is there's, like, you've already had so many moments of impact because you've already experienced all these new things, and as you grow older, there's very few new things you do. And maybe that's why we have midlife crisis, right? We, huh, we are yeah. like, we've gone, what, it normally happens around 50 probably, right? We've gone yeah. from, like, 35 to 45 without any major impacts in life, and you feel like, like you're not doing shit you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah you're just like, working so, precisely yeah so and there's no there's no you're wake up go to work come home go to sleep wake up work you're like there's no moments of impact yeah so maybe that's why people freak out when they turn 50 because they they feel like and they go and they go skydiving and they go to traveling like yeah oh, i mean it caleb's makes... having it right now but i think that would be hey, qu- hey. quarter life crisis right <laughs> i mean yeah uh at the ripe old age of 27. Are you really going through a quarter life crisis right now? Not really. Look no. at your shelves. I'm going to say, I think yeah. you're pretty chill. It very much looks like a, like a midlife crisis. Like, <laughs> <laughs> video games are my whole personality, guys. I feel like I go through a quarter life crisis like every couple of months. I'm like, oh my god, this is my quarter life crisis. And it's like, no, it's just a shitty day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so crazy. What's even crazier to think about, right, is, like, all the struggles and trials and tribulations that we go through now are just laughing points for the future. I mean, pretty much. Like, we think, like, as a teenager, we're like, oh, my God, this is the worst thing to ever happen to me. Like, this is going to destroy my life, right? And then you're like, now, like, I'm 27, Chandler's 23, Morgan's 25, like <laughs> we're all we're all Dead. two years apart yeah. um but like we we think about those things and it's like what the fuck was i thinking like this is nothing yeah i was actually having a conversation with a woman from mexico today she she's 50 years old and i was bringing her to the airport and uh you know we we're just talking about life and you know her being a mother and all that crazy stuff and how you know she's like yeah my kids are like old now not old but like you know my son's 21 my daughter's 16 um and you know we were just talking about literally like how life you know because I was like yeah whenever I was a teenager because you know I work with teens you know I have to put myself back into that perspective of like okay a teenager's brain is working differently than what my 25 year old brain is thinking yeah. as an adult, you know, because but I have to put myself back into those shoes as a 16 year old of like, okay, what was I going through at 16? What was so like, you know, it's so dramatic to think about because like I have a journal from high school and I'll go back and read it even in college and I'm like, oh my god, like I literally thought that my world was crumbling and it, it's literally over nothing. Like it's yeah. just a, a very small bump on the radar in my life, literally. It's just because you so couldn't well. go to that one party. Literally. Oh, I went to all the parties. <laughs> oh, well. That's so, it's it's just so, it's so weird how um, how, pers- how perspectives change. You know, and, and what I was going to say is, like, it's actually incredibly difficult what you said is you have to take yourself and, and put yourself into a younger perspective. Like, that that's such a talent. Because, like, well, I, what were you going to say? I was going to say, even um, just talking about perspectives in general, like, look, um, 
like you're working on a piece for um, like what it's like to live with someone with anxiety like you have to almost completely change your perspective and put yourself in in a person's shoes that you just don't you don't understand what it's like to have it so it's like what do I do that's so that's so it's like it's but I'm terrible at it like it's so difficult for me to get things that I don't understand which is wild right because I like to I like to empathy yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, it's the, empathy is a difficult emotion for me, I suppose. Yeah, the, the <laughs> art of... Uh, <laughs> Just laugh. <laughs> the art of understanding one's, uh, someone else's emotions as if they were your yeah. own. That's very, you know, that's very difficult. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. But, like, for you working with kids, so, I mean, I, I, hire, I hire 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds, 18-year-olds all the time. And for me... I'm just like, why are you not working? Like, why are you complaining about sweeping a floor? Why are you upset mm-hmm. about doing side work? Like, like, bro, you could have it so much worse. But at the time, like when I step back and I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I was complaining about the same stuff. Yeah. I had the same <laughs> I did not want to go to work. But like now, now I get caught up and I'm like, man, stop, stop. Just work. Just do what I'm asking yeah. you to do. But I can't, I can't really express that, you know? You know what else is crazy (laughs) to think about? So, like, being, like, 16 years old and, like, your first job, right? And your paychecks are literally, like, a couple hundred dollars. And it's like, oh, I'm making that big money. Like, I'm going to the mall this weekend. You know, and then now as an adult, it's like, you know, I'm making, like, a couple thousand dollars out of the month. And it's like, oh, damn. But it's all gone, you know, with bills. Yeah, if I got a couple hundred dollar check. I would would have a mental freaking breakdown. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, God. But, like, that just goes to show you the perception, you know? Yeah. This goes along the line of growing up and age. I read somewhere um, that might have been on Instagram or something, but it was like uh, a $100 bill is a grown person's dollar bill. Like, basically. Yeah. When you were a kid, a dollar was a lot. You could get four gumballs, you could do. You know, you, you saved up those dollars. Like a ten dollar bill was like holy cow. Yeah. But now, like a hundred dollars, we spend on a grocery trip once every two weeks easily. Yeah. You know what I'm Unfortunately. saying? Unfortunately. Yeah. It's just so it's so wild. Now, one thing that's like interesting to me, we're talking about, you know, having those bigger paychecks. One thing that my bosses do, and I think I explained this to you, Caleb, is their idea is to take away my bills per se. Yeah. So when I explain my pay to people, um, I have to explain it in a sense of like, yes, this is what I'm getting on a check, but like I'm going to be spending money on a phone, on a car, on a house, right? And so the way I perceive my pay is with my pay and add those in because it feels like I'm making this. So like if I were to... If I were yeah, because your pay structure is really fucking weird. Like so I have str- never seen. Yeah, it's so strange. Like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give like random numbers. Okay, so let's say. Well, not, don't even say like numbers, but just like <laughs> well, I'll, kind I'll of do, explain. I'll do something simple. Like, tw- let's okay. say I'm supposed to make twenty thousand dollars a year. Okay, that's nothing. But let's say I'm not having. Say they they do company housing. They do a company car, company phone. What else? What kind of what what other bills do you have? Insurance. Say they have insurance. So these are all things that I'm not having to pay, but I'm only getting paid $20,000. 
but it really feels like I'm getting paid like fifty thousand dollars because that's you the don't amount have of money. rent. Yeah, that's the you amount of money. You don't have to pay for a car. You don't precisely. have to pay for a cell phone. You don't have to pay for health insurance. Yeah, like all of that's included. So the the money that you do get, you can spend on groceries or exactly. fun stuff I, so or I would video be spending, games. Or, you know. Yeah, like I would be spending what a fifty thousand dollar person would be making because they would be spending all that money anyway on on the on the things that I had. So it's yeah. just so it's just so it's difficult to explain that to people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. kind of sounds nice though, because like, well, like I'll get paid, I'll get paid, and my paycheck is because I only get paid once a month. I get paid on the last Damn. day of the month. I don't get paid every two weeks. I literally get paid once a month, so it's a huge check, right? And I'm like, oh my god, I'm making so much money, you know. Yeah. But then, like, I'll immediately go and pay every single bill that I have for that month, and then I'm just like, oh, mm-hmm. this is what I'm actually left with, and yep. I have to, you know, it's crunch time. <laughs> yeah, it's so it what's well, changed my perspective on money. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, now the idea is really like for me not to go and blow all that money. So th- really the idea is I don't have to – I'm not paying taxes on making more money, right? Because mm-hmm. the more money you make, the more they take. So I'm not paying taxes right. on that. I'm not paying taxes on the things that I would buy like a car or a phone, um, a house. I'm not paying taxes on those things. And it's smart for the business as well because the business can you know write it off as tax expenses. Like the bus- their, their business – products their business properties right um so it's like smart all the way around but it's changed my perspective on what i make because i have to look at it like i need to save money i need to keep this as if i were paying these things you know it's 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 kind of had the a good change yeah that's good like back when i was making and and there's a big difference too between switching have you guys served before yeah that's all i did throughout high school and college (laughs) so like so like you know when you so when i first started i i've i started hosting at 16 Mm -hmm. and what everyone warned you about when you first started serving at 18 was like don't don't let this go like don't let go of your Uh reality because what i see and i and i warn people now like my hosts that come into serving because when you start bringing home a hundred two hundred dollars cash a day you don't really care. You're right. Just, I'll make it tomorrow. Let's just drop out two hundred dollars at. Uh, let's just go to Walmart and drop two hundred dollars on on random shit. Yeah, because I'm literally gonna make it. Make it the tomorrow. next day. Yeah. 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 Yep. But but if you look at how much servers make, they make fantastic money if yeah. they were to just save it, put it away. Like everyone hates the idea of servers getting checks, like the tips on a check, but it would help them financially so much better. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like I tell um, every every one of the new techs that we that come in, I will literally tell them, I'm like, all right, now you're getting this much of a pay bump. <clears throat> Don't think about it as you're getting this pay bump. Yeah. Because the moment you think about it, you are gonna blow through that fucking <laughs> check faster than because you're like, oh well, I've never I haven't had the money for this thing mm-hmm. in years. So, uh, well, I could just buy this. Like for instance, I. I'm going to just buy this Xbox. Okay, yeah. cool. You buy the Xbox. Um, you're only able to save like $100 from that check. Um, when the next check comes in, again, a big check. You're like, ooh, so I don't need an Xbox anymore, but I can get the, the fancy dancy $200 Elite controller. Like, ooh, drop that $200. i am only yeah. able to, to save $50 on this check. You know, like, so it's, it's, it's a very 
big change whenever you have you guys jump a financial classes basically have you guys gotten bonuses before like substantial yeah. bonuses so mm, that was no. a big thi- that was a big thing for me is this year was the first they're year. taxed in louisiana oh they're taxed bad here as well um but Horrible. that that was a big thing here for me is like my first couple of bonuses i kind of just blew um, but this year is the first year that i've just kept it and i've i finally have a very comfortable security net but i've never done that before so like when i yeah. when i got promoted uh, and i was getting the pay raise my bosses specifically said hey we're doing this don't go buy and don't go get another car payment don't go get another car payment don't go do this don't do that just set aside your money and just let it stack now i was an idiot and i got a bike payment which you shouldn't have done because it's the same thing <laughs> Um, but they said not a car payment, so <laughs> you took it I mean, literally. Technically, yeah. not a transportation payment. <laughs> yeah, they should have said they should have. I blame them for for all my problems, I guess. Right? <laughs> they should have said. I mean, that. they they only gave you a free car and told yeah. you not to go spend extra money on another one. So literally, you know, literally, how dare they? It's so wrong of them. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine. We were speaking about perspective and going back to that. I cannot imagine how they how they like. They give me, they drop so much wisdom for me. Like I attribute them so much to my success, but I can only imagine how difficult it is for them to like step back and put themselves into my perspective. Like, because well, they've lived through it before. Well, that's what's. So I think uh, uh, Carissa and I were talking about it. Um, I think it was. It might have. It might have been. We went. I went on a six-mile run with my boy Dylan the other day, and we were just chatting the whole way. Um, but we were talking about how he has a best friend that's doing really well and there he uses him as inspiration he uses him to guide himself through the problems of life right because he's a step ahead he 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 thinks he's his friends a step ahead of him mm-hmm. okay um but like i brought it back to like my my person that i use for my inspiration is my bosses but they're like tremendously older than me like a little bit over the over than 10 years older than me so it's got to be so much more difficult they have experienced the problems that i'm going through mm-hmm. they've experienced the solution i'm going through and then they've experienced the aftermath of the solution so they've got such a great perspective on so many different things whereas in like his best friend has only experienced the problem and the solution so they can only go so far you know yeah, yeah. that makes sense but, but but then again what i told him is i was like i don't really feel like i'm competing with my bosses like with my mentors whereas in that competition can help you grow so we we got to talking a lot about like how competition can help you and how having the the leaders like that i have can also help you so it's just interesting maybe maybe it'd be good to have a little bit of both yeah and also i would say i think success looks different in everybody's eyes too because like for me personally for me success is having an amazing career building that up getting promoted which i just had a promotion last year congratulations Um, thank you and i mean i can't i literally can't go any higher up like i'm a director you know so um, and then but but then i have two best friends who like you know their success is being like a stay-at-home mom you know what i'm saying which is something for me personally that i don't want to do but that's you know success just looks different in you know everyone's life i would say yeah, let's let's kind of explore that a bit. Like what so we know what Morgan's definition of life success is. What is what is yours, Chandler? Well, okay, two things before. 
<laughs> one thing I really want to do, and I've thought about this for a while. I've even spoke to Chris about it. I want to do something like with with potentially uh, a lifestyle style podcast. But I want to go to different people and ask that very question. So we can def. I want. I want to definitely explore it between us. But like, I want to see what really successful people think success is, and mm-hmm. if they think they're successful, right? Because to me, and w- what you said is it's so much. It's so much different. Like people can have different ideas of success. Yeah. Yeah. So like, to me, I I might I, I think I'm successful for my age, but I don't think I'm successful, right? So, my idea of success would be. Uh, I'm weird. I guess I have different levels of success. So like different different okay. different ladders that I want to climb at different times. So like right now. I think I'm successful in the sense of I've got a nice house, I've got a nice car, I, I live a decent life in the sense of I buy kind of whatever I want, I've got a great girlfriend, I've got great, you know, dogs that I can take wa- on walks and different things like that, but I don't no, are you just saying that because she's laying right next to you? No, 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 no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I, think he's, he, I think he's being very, tr- very truthful. I swear. Um, but... I also think that maybe in ten, like in ten years, my idea of, of, of success will be a family home, a family car, a, a nice family with some children. You know what I'm saying? Like some property that I can put different things on. That would be my idea of success then. Like if in ten years I have two kids and I'm in the same situation I'm in now, I don't think I would feel as successful. You know? I mean, I get that. Yeah. So it's so it's so interesting to think like how your vision of success will change. And as an 80-year-old, if I'm in the same position I'm in now, I 100% don't think I'll be successful, mm-hmm. right? But I think I'm successful now. Yeah. yeah. So strange. So for I mean, an example, definitely for your age. For an example, it's like, okay, for me, I've always wanted to go to college. That was always my dream. And so I finally, you know, I got to college. I worked my butt off in college. And then I graduated. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I just got to cutting board basically like a yeah. $50,000 cutting board piece of paper what's next you know what I'm saying yeah. so I like for me success was always like getting the t- like the title and you know the money and you know all that stuff but as I've literally have been promoted to the highest position that I can be in my job with the highest salary that I can get I'm like okay I am successful but it's like I had to realize that it's success is immeasurable you know what i'm saying we're a constant work in progress and it shouldn't just be about the money or the title or you know that kind of stuff because you know i still have other big goals i would love to publish a book one day so that's what you know but regardless if i publish it or not i'm still successful because i've accomplished you know the small goals that i wanted to to get to the bigger thing if that makes sense. Fair, yeah, fair. Yeah. So, um, I want to kind of, like, move into the next topic here. Wait, wait, wait. You didn't... You didn't answer. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's trying fair, to move on. Fair, <laughs> what is fair. your idea of success? So, and my you idea... you successful? So, that's kind of a difficult question. Um... My idea of success was, like, as a kid, to have what I have now. Mm. You know, like, I don't know if you remember this, but our goal 
was to all live in the same house, me, you, and Brandon. We had an entire room dedicated to collecting video games, have every game for every platform, have every platform and a TV for each console that we could just like walk in, sit in a chair in front of this however large TV and pop the game in for that console and it'd be on the screen and then we'd be good, you know. Um, now, I don't have exactly that. Like, I have a decent collection, you know. Yeah. But um, it's not exactly like... But I have collector's editions, which I've always wanted. I'm able to afford all of these things that I've wanted since I was a kid. So, like, in a way, yes, I'm successful. But, like, last year, um, I purchased a home. So now, technically speaking... I'm like a crap ton of money in debt. Yeah. Like, even though technically, yes, I'm getting something grand out of it. I'm able to change things in my house. I'm able to say at the end of the day that I, I own my home, which is something not everyone can say. But, I mean, with the amount of hours that I work, I mean, it's kind of hard to say. Like, you, you, um, my old lead technician gave me the, the kind of best uh, anecdote to kind of cope with how much that I work. Because, like, I work 60, 70 hour weeks. And he basically said, look, there are two types, or he said his dad used to tell him, look, there are two types of jobs in this world. There are the jobs that you like. And there are the jobs that give you the luxury of being able to afford the things you like. Mm. And yeah. the job that I have is definitely the latter. Yeah. Even <laughs> if it's, you know, I don't have enough time to play video games. Like, me and Corey are both playing Hogwarts Legacy right now. Yeah. She's constantly being like, nah, 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 nah. I'm higher levels than you. And I'm like, Corey. <laughs> look at how many hours you're working versus me and then come back and have that conversation. Fair, fair. Like, and it's, it's like, don't get me wrong, I'm happy she's liking the game, but it's like, come on, bro, you can't na 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 me. No, 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 no. Yeah, like, and, um, I was but yeah, so like, I, I'm, I definitely feel like I'm, I'm successful, but like, my definition has changed, right? Yeah, so like, moved, now yeah. I want to have like I want this this media company to work. I want I want all of this to happen. So like until that does, I no longer feel successful. I feel like I'm working towards that success. Mm. Like I'm successful in one industry and on I next. want to leave that one behind and find success in another one eventually. Yeah. yeah. Attainable goals. So, yeah. one thing I wanted to say, I know you wanted to move on, but last thing, is one thing I've I've really, I've been doing a lot lately is looking into, like, Stoicism and what mm -hmm. the Stoics used to say. And one thing that I've had to try and really, really hard to incorporate into my own life is that when you're, when you're trying to reach, like, success or when you're trying to reach or do different tasks or things, like, you shouldn't think of – this goes back to what you were saying, Morgan. You shouldn't really – 
it, when you set a goal for yourself, isn't and it's super weird, right? Because I'm gonna say it, and it's gonna sound weird. But when you set a goal for yourself, you're theoretically setting yourself self up for failure, whether you achieve the goal or not. Because if you if you achieve the goal, then you're like, well, crap. What do I do now? Mm-hmm. Or if you don't achieve the goal, then you're like, well, crap. I could clearly do better. Uh, whereas, yeah. and if you if you simply like this, what the Stoics would do is if you simply like I've been going to the gym really consistently lately for the past probably three four months, um, probably three months or much. Um, but like yeah, it was through, kind of a life event that kind of stretched you towards that though. Fair, but like, <laughs> but like Monday through Friday, we go after we get off from work and we work long, we we work server hours, so we go uh, anywhere between eleven and twelve p.m. And we come home anywhere between 2 and 3 a.m. Um, so we're there for like two or three hours. Uh, and one thing I've, I've really had to learn is that it's not about, oh, I, wanna, I want my arms to look like this. I want to have a six-pack. I want to do this and this and this. Like, I, I hated the gym when I wanted those things. I hated the gym when I was seeking uh, the destination. But now I enjoy the gym because I'm just going and enjoying the process. I enjoy yeah. lifting the weight. Enjoying the uh, journey. Precisely. And that's yeah. what, like, it's so difficult because anytime I'm struggling, I'll sit back and I'll be like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And see, mm-hmm. and see, I love doing what I do. Like, in the past, I want to say month and a half, um, I have actually wrote, uh, written five like started and finished five separate things so like um and it's the it, what you were saying it's that you're talking about for your for the media company right correct yeah. for for an extraordinary life dot online i've written plug in. one yeah right shameless plug <laughs> uh go ahead and follow us there by the yeah. way this is this is all what this is for um we um I've written one entire like mainline profile, um, one. Um, and when you say profile, or a new so gaming profile. So like we do a deep dive uh, or a semi deep dive on development, um, gameplay. Like think review, but we're not necessarily reviewing it. We're kind of giving like a um, here's our thoughts on it. Here's kind of some of the things that inspired it. Here's some of the stories behind development and the technology behind the game. Um, so you're creating to a kind both. of give you a a perspective of the game. That way, hopefully, you can um, it, learn to enjoy it at a different level. So, like for instance, the game Severed Steel. Um, it was it's a first person shooter where like the whole level's destructible, like you can shoot people through walls, you can do like slow motion dives off of a balcony, do a front flip and shoot someone in the head, like it is crazy. But to think that one person developed all of that. Oh, it's even crazy, you appreciate it more, yeah. Exactly, so that's where we kind of like deviate from from normal things, like we will go out and um, attempt to interview the developer things like that um to tell their story as well as the story um behind the game and what we think um it does well versus lacks you know things like that so there is some semblance of review there um and then we just launched a new one 
um, called Mini Profiles, where it's basically, hey, if you like this game, like if uh, there's a lot of cheaters on Escape from Tarkov right now, like there are YouTubers that have done many different deep dives into cheating. Um, but if you love this game, you love the gameplay, here are five other games like that and why they're like that some you know like not a full 3000 page or 3000 word deep dive but like a um just a quick for you not quick but like yeah just like a yeah like a 500 tops of each game you know um so there's that we also did two what's in a job title i also did two what's in a job title and started on a third mm. um we like how it's made, but kind of. So, so what's in a job title is essentially like, um, we'll take like the one that came out today was, um, not today, last week or last Monday, um, because we're recording this on Sunday or on Monday. Jeez, the one that came out the day of recording. How about that? Um, is from uh, Holly S. McKay. She is a journalist that told the stories of civilians caught in the crisis, like the ISIS crisis. <laughs> that kind of rhymes. Uh, but basically, yeah, I don't think we should, <laughs> but you know. Um, but basically, she lived in Iraq uh, and Afghanistan and like Syria and interviewed the people who were caught in the crossfire people who've lost everything, you know, things like that. And we basically told her story. Um, the one that comes out tomorrow, the day after this uh, episode goes live, um, is about um, Colleen Sheehan. She is um, one of the heads at FerrarisOnline.com. And they're like an exotic... Like they sell um, high-end sports cars, Ferraris, Lamborghinis, like F1 cars, Indy cars. Like they, they basically sell collectible cars. Yeah. Um, but she also repairs them and things like that. So it's about what hap- um, what it's like in that industry. Um, we also have one about um, a photographer, which was a, the guest on the podcast in the second episode. Um, what episode she, is this? This is episode nine. Wow. Already, yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, hers is coming out this month as well. And then we also have um, one surrounding a couple that are OnlyFans creators. Like, awesome. yeah like that's their thing it's it's all about like they're comfortable in their own skin i love how you look at carissa like, oh, she's she, 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 <laughs> she, she asleep she can't hear oh, okay um but yeah it's it's about like them um being comfortable in their own skin and they're like well we do this constantly anyway you want to try and make money from it and then they just in, ended up enjoying it and you know making that bank yeah, like they make like I think they said, two thousand or close to like fifteen hundred to two thousand a month, and they just spend it on vacations. Two thousand a month, being a couple, 
Doing many <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's incredible. Two thousand a month and going on vacation all the time. They can even do that on vacation. Wow. <laughs> yes, happy International Women's Month. <laughs> yeah. This month? Yeah. It is this month. That's why we're featuring oh, all we these female um profiles. I mean, you look like a very beautiful female, a very beautiful woman, Chandler. I think it's my, I think it's my eye structure. I think it, uh, <laughs> uh, but, hey, um, I, I, I wanted to ask, um, have you seen any, like what, this, I think this would be cool to see as this continues. Um, <laughs> she's like moving around over there. Have you seen any gains to the, uh, to the website? Have you seen any increase in like, and how much have you seen? So we actually have seen consistent like um like people going to the website. Yeah. Um what about for like the Spotify like like what we're doing now like cuz it's going to be so cool what like in a year if we keep doing these cons- consistently to yeah, see Yeah, so we've actually track. like we're we're getting consistent uh listens. So hey That's everyone awesome. that yeah. is actually you know coming back week in and week out to listen. Um so we have been doing that and uh, it, it's funny that you asked that because it kind of um it kind of does relate to the topic that i wanted to get to yeah um because so chandler you are going to be writing for us um or at least trying to morgan you do write for us um no i do play for the record I've, i'm already kind of like halfway in I've yeah talked, well I've, okay. you know uh as of right now, technically, you haven't yet. Fair, so, fair. yeah. Um, so, with you guys having extensive knowledge of what we do here, um, Chandler, I'm sure you've looked at the website. Um, probably not as much as you know a supportive younger brother should. But um... you say that, but I, I, <laughs> I, I I've been, I've been uh, all my all my free time at work. I've been uh, reading the articles that you've. Put Morgan and uh, me and Carissa have been taking a deep dive. I haven't seen much of the gaming stuff that you guys have put up, um, but I've been I've been definitely navigating through it. Yeah. So, um, what do you guys consider us to be? So, I personally um, consider an extraordinary life online as an online publication. You know, we do some journalism, we do lifestyle, we do gaming. Um, Obviously, we can't do it as much as we want or as often as we want because all of us have day jobs and the website is built in such a way that we don't want to include intrusive ads. So we don't want the page constantly filled with ads. Um, So we're finding other ways to kind of make supportive content that can be monetized. That way we can, you know, improve it over time. I think but we're, what do you guys consider us? Do you, are we a publication or are we a blog? I, I, we are not a blog. <laughs> no. I think it's more of like a if, – if, if we're going to say publication, it's going to be like a publication hub. It's where you can go and, and see different things. You can go to a podcast about lifestyle or you can do something complete. I even saw you guys have on the – for health. So, like, the room for expansion should yeah. be great. And we right? just started so, poetry as well, too. It's going to be such a great hub. I think that would yeah. be the best – best term for it yeah because you can i think it's a i think it's a really cool thing that like once you're in once you're on the web page i think it's super easy to navigate through 
mm-hmm. and with that being said like once you're in you're all you're in a rabbit hole so yeah. the key is and, and it's doing it really well at least for me and and um for the people i've shown at work uh it definitely inspires clicks so once you're once you're looking at lifestyle you want to click into the to the gaming side and see what's going on because everything so far has been really quality you know what i'm saying yeah. i think a hub i think hub i think hub would be my my answer because see like a blog the definition um as per the oxford dictionary is a regularly updated website or web page typically run by an individual or a small group that is written in an informal or conversational style. So technically speaking, we do fit in that, you know, in that branch. I would say in the most beginning, of us, in the beginning, it would fit the blog style because it was more personal style articles, I would say. And now we're getting into more like factual profiles, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then publication is the preparation and issuing of a book, journal, piece of music, or other work for public sale. So while it's not, while the the articles and profiles are not for sale, they're there for free, and we're hoping to basically subs- subsidize the correct word. We're, we're basically trying to use things like um, video essays, um, and audio podcasts and video podcasts to kind of well yeah subsidize yeah, the I cost so. of of the free website to make sure like we will still possibly open up for um you know monetary content in the future like hey so and so paid us to take a look at this this is our open and wide thoughts over it but just because they paid us to do a sponsor spot doesn't mean that you know will give them positive coverage if it does not deserve that and we actually introduced um an entire page on the website under the about us section that breaks down every single one of the partnerships that we've taken every single um free game that we've gotten um that we've both covered and have not covered you know everything like that that's just hey we're an open book these are things that companies sent us and here's a link directly to it just to show you hey we're not trying to hide our um, affiliation with them. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, have you ever thought about uh, the, the title right it's such a great title an extraordinary life have you ever thought about adding a, a spot for like a gallery or anything like that? That would be fantastic to, to put. I mean, you're so, a photographer, so. Well, <laughs> funny that you mentioned that. There's actually, I'm not going to say where it is, um, but it does exist. Um, and it has since the very beginning. <laughs> That's <laughs> news to me. <laughs> no way. Um, and it's crazy because Morgan, you have the literal like no, it's hidden. You have the dude. back door keys to the kingdom. No, no, no. You can actually see it in your in your area. Oh, sorry. Um, so I won't be able it, to see it. It no, you wouldn't be able to see it. So it actually, uh, it is also on an extraordinary life, but you have to know the exact URL to how to get oh. it. And then, like all of my clients from my photography days, can go and find their entire library. Okay every photo that I've taken for them um, just 
in the back room. So Morgan, if you if you log into the back end. Oh yeah, no, I can see it on see the back the end. Back. No, yeah, yeah, I can see the back end. I'm saying on the but actual like published unique, website. Yeah. Well, it, it is technically there. You just have to know the unique URL and then put oh. in a password. I know what you're talking about. There's to... no link. There's no link in the in the URL. It's not public yeah. facing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, but it used to be. It used to be public facing at the very bottom. There was a link that said galleries, and you would click on it, and you would have to know the initial password, and then oh. yeah, I remember, the password for your. I remember when you had that website uh, to look up your photography that way, right? Yeah, like, it used to be. Yeah. See, I cannot make a short title to save my fucking life. Um, and it was <laughs> Caleb Boudreaux photo- or Caleb J. Boudreau Photography dot com. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like why? So that, that is extremely long. It would be super cool to have uh, like right underneath poetry to have like, you know, gallery or whatever and, and it's just photography of life. Like it could be a busy corner street, it could be uh, someone riding a bicycle that'd be super that's cool a great idea yeah yeah so we we have um talked about different plans short, of like short description yeah we've we've talked about plans on doing like travel stuff yeah. um so like uh for instance if we ever did like knoxville let's just say somewhere um that for, for the record um, it's a tourist up. huh chat's going up <laughs> oh yeah um, one of the most moved to cities uh, 2022. Yeah. Well, like, you know, I'm just yeah, not sure, to sure. dox anyone, so I'm just going to make a a a you know definite um, Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, <laughs> so let's just say Knoxville. We go. It's a it's a it's like a company vacation. Like we go, we take pictures, we do the research, we tell the history of the city, we show why it's historically significant. Um, you know, things like that. So it's it's essentially like a profile of the city. Fair. Places to meet or places to see whenever you're there. Restaurants things like that. to eat at. Yeah. All that good stuff. That would yeah. be super cool. That would be super so cool. Let's plan a trip, guys. Be, <laughs> right? Um, so it would definitely be in the same realm of what we already do, but it would be our taking pictures rather than stock photos. So that would be one way that we can do that. And it would be well, our experience too. Yeah, well, for exactly. the record, I wasn't speaking about stock photos. I was talking about like, like. No, you, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So, okay. so um, in gaming, what we do is we use actual screenshots that we've taken or press images yeah. for the for the profiles. But in lifestyle, oh, we also did in the cooking section for the recipes. We also did actual. We took these pictures, um, mostly for the for some of the newer ones. It wasn't, um, <laughs> but the lifestyle that and smothered, health that smothered chicken and light gravy. I know that was from. Your phone. <laughs> hey, I know that was right from your phone, bro. <laughs> it was right from my phone because you needed to know how to make it because Fair. you kept fucking pestering me. Hey, hey, anyway, <laughs> Shit, but good, um, like so life. Uh, with cyclothymia, the article that I did, it's a mixture of my photos from the hiking trip that we took in Chattanooga um, and stock photos and then an unbreakable spirit um, the story of Morgan not this Morgan but uh, Morgan Reese uh, who is a breast cancer survivor um, those were all professionally taken by a photographer um, so like it's a good mix. There are, 
yeah, there are I, I think, definitely plans for it, but you I think know. It, it would be w w the reason I brought it up is it'd be really cool. We could use that. I mean, depending on w what kind of uh, audience we're attracting, that would be a really good way for us to add to that subsidization, right? We could say, hey, do you want to feature a photo on our, on our website? It has to be something good, something lifestyle, or you know anything. But you would have to pay us a little bit of a fee, right? But this is the this is the audience you would draw. This is how many people would see your photo. Well, so we do have an option uh, to take donations. That would be separate from like you know most most creators go to Patreon, yeah, um, things like that. But we can actually have our own donor like um, profiles here, where um, using the company that we use to host the website. Um, we can actually get donations from readers and things like that once we open it. The problem is a, a cost-to-value perspective. So it's like if you're paying us, say, $5 a month, something, you know, hey, here you go. You know, I like yeah. what you do. Might as well, you know, uh, feel like I pay for it. Well, you would be paying for it, but you know what I mean. Um, so... The problem with it is I don't feel right taking money without giving at least something in return. So it, it goes into like, what would this give you in return? Yeah. Would it give you early access to articles? If so, how would that happen? And if so, that would, you know, increase our workload. Hmm. Um, we've thought about doing um, audio versions of the articles for donations. That would be cool. you know things like that but it's just how do we go about doing yeah, that fair. so like it's 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 definitely something we've um we've explored but that kind of took a wild tangent yes yeah, um that's okay uh so the reason for the question on what do you guys think we are a publication or a blog is because florida and their infinite wisdom has decided that any blogger who writes about Florida government officials who get paid for it will need to um, register with the state within five days of publication or face a $25 fine for every day that the registration is late and it does not apply to press or newspapers. Huh. So, yeah. So independent publications... Right. Basically, anything that they can say, oh, this is a blog, and I mean, at that point, a government with infinite money, you can't really fight that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So what's your, with you guys seeing us as not a blog, but more of a publication or a publication hub, what do you guys, what do you, what are your guys' thoughts on it? Because I can, I can definitely tell you. It ain't gonna go well. I'm Stay just, away from government from writing about government officials. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Fair. just super. So this is where it's a little tough, right? Because initially, I would think I have to think of it from living in a Florida perspective. Because at the moment, out of sight, out of mind, I don't. I don't care what they do in Florida. Florida is one of those states that's like they do things like that, and no one else adopts them. It's, it's just so – that's so outlandish that you have yeah, to almost get government clearance 
to speak like it, it's kind of an amendment it, like it's 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 one of our rights to be able to speak how we want so to freedom of speech yeah. yeah yes but technically speaking it is not infringing on your freedom of speech because you and can it still is not infringe you can still do it you just have to pay for it now see now i think that is an infringement because if 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 we're if we have no money we should still be able to talk our talk about the government Yet they're they're not allowing us to if we don't have money. Correct. If it goes through, it's the same. It's the same argument with guns. Say it again. Uh, what do you mean? The same argument with guns uh, in America, where it's like ah, you have, yeah. But it's not been um, passed. See, that's what I'm saying. You, it, it, it's yeah, not passed, but, right? No. So as of now, according to uh, WFLA, which is a NBC affiliate in Florida, um, it states that. Florida Senator Jason Broder wants bloggers who write about Governor Ron DeSantis, Attorney General Ashley Moody, and other members of the Florida Executive Cabinet or Legislature to register with the state or face fines. They would require any blogger writing about government officials to register with the Florida Office of Legislative Services or the Commission on Ethics. In the bill, uh, Broder wrote that those who write an article, a story, or a series of stories about the governor, the lieutenant governor, a cabinet officer, or any member of the legislature, and receives or will receive payment for doing so, must register with the state's offices within five days after the publication of an article that mentions an elected state official. So it doesn't even have to be about them. If you mention, say, Ron DeSantis, you have to do it. That will be so wild if that passes. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I will be, How do you I separate will, a blog from well, a not only like that is press. where is your where you can't be anonymous anymore. Yeah. It it it, it completely destroys the the act of being anonymous. That's true. What? And see uh, if another blog post is added to a blog, the blogger would then be required to submit monthly reports on the 10th of each month with the appropriate state office. They would not have to submit a report on months when no content is, is published. So anytime you, you publish something new, you have to redo it. There's no, there's no way. That, I'm um, in such disbelief that I'm like confident there's no way that'll pass. This is Florida. This is also the same. (laughs) This is also the same state. um, That let let me let me look into it. But if I'm not mistaken, with their their whole book banning thing, like, Uh, wait, in schools? Oh yeah. Like, um, you talking about in schools? Yeah. Yeah. That's Florida. So, um. I think they have do it do it like to me, eh, the public schools technically like the government pays for them, like and we have. Well, let's uh, slippery. So, according uh, in July 2022, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed Florida House Bill 1467 into law, and it requires all school books to be reviewed by a district employee holding an educational media specialist certificate to ensure the books grade level appropriate and free of pornography. And that's for um, all public schools, right? Yes. Um, but it's leaving entire bookshelves empty. 
Yeah. Um, but it's it's like much more than that. Like um, that's so bad. That is so bad. Wasn't it? Wasn't it Tennessee though that did? Um, I think we did something strange as well. Yeah. Yeah. But that's um, so. I like if you don't see the bad like. That means that the <laughs> government, go. the government now has the ability to tunnel your way, like all of the the the, the poor generation, to tunnel yeah. it however they want. It's like right the book now, yeah. 1984. Yeah, but it's so is, fun fact about 1984. What a lot of people don't realize is that uh, the the author, while he was doing that he he wasn't that great of a guy to begin with anyway i'm just saying <laughs> i don't know much about george orwell so don't get me wrong it, it's a great interpretation of or not interpretation but it is a great you know show of what authoritarian governments will be and can be yeah but i mean the 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 whole it's it's almost become a meme right where it's like, oh, this is definitely 1984 becoming reality. Mm. But um, that's so strange to me that. But yeah, so according to the New York Times, there's a school board in Tennessee that bans teaching of the Holocaust's novel *Mouse*. M A U S. It is by Art Spiegelman. Um, it is a graphic novel um, about his father's stories from. Um, Auschwitz. He, his dad was a Holocaust survivor, and the whole thing is the story of his dad, his family, and everything during mm. the Holocaust. And, and they banned it. They voted unanimously this month, uh, January of 2022, to ban the book um, from being taught in its classrooms because the book contains material that board members said was inappropriate for students. Um, so it's it portrays what? Jewish people as mice and Nazis as cats in recounting the author's parents' experience during the Holocaust, and it contained inappropriate curse words and depiction of a naked character. It's it's once again, guys, it's it's mice and cats. Yeah. But like, see, this is where I'm. This is where it's hard for me to like be okay with it because theoretically, I think that uh, sure ban something that has nudity, ban something. But, like, that gives you so much leeway to... To just expand ...choose it. whatever you want to ban. Like, if we've, if, if we've given them the privilege to ban this, who's to say they're not going to ban all of the Mickey Mouse that we've seen? Because if you look at it, a lot of the earlier ones depict, like, uh, World War One, World War Two events, right? And and as kids, we didn't, we didn't know that, but... It, I just don't. Yeah. It's so crazy that you're going to ban artwork. That's another freedom of expression, freedom of speech. That's so wild. So, Roll. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce this. Roald Dahl um, might not know the the name of the author, but he is the author for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh. Um, all of his books got. Um, censorship or wow. censored um so for what like so um let's see the character augustus gloop from charlie and the chocolate factory is now described as enormous instead of enormously fat um 
in okay. the twits from uh, as he was in the original 1964 version. In the twits, Mr. Twit is simply beastly instead of ugly and beastly, like Dahl wrote in 1980. I mean, if he's ugly, he's ugly. Yeah. You know? So Keep it. <laughs> basically, basically, they're going in um, and changing the language. That's um, so strange, man. That's so like, strange. Uh, I, I don't, I don't. I don't this understand. Is such a, I feel like this is a, a rabbit hole. Like, yeah, like we could def- really, we could get kind of deep in it. But well, what's, <laughs> what sucks is like, yeah, it's a rabbit hole, but we're right on the cusp of cancel culture, right? That's that's what the conversation is. Yeah. Which sucks. Because like, if you can't yeah. say certain words, like, yeah. the the banning of a word creates fear of said word, which creates division. Mm. So, but yeah. Um, we're in this extraordinary life, not this depressing life. Yeah, so right. <laughs> we'll we'll get off that topic. But um, but yeah, is there anything that you guys want to mention before we kind of uh, wrap up here? I have a question for you, Caleb. I didn't do it. God. Are you eating a family pack of Oreos? No, I am not. <laughs> He's eating a family pack of something, though. Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm yeah. eating a party pack. Oh, of Oreos, party which pack. Which is bigger. Which is bigger. Um, just wanted to sneak that in there. Um, not quite, but I've only eaten one. So, okay. You know, there, leaves, there leaves much to be desired there. Yes. But uh, Chandler, how, do you know the inside joke of that? Uh, no. So we were episode, talking about... Uh, I don't know uh, which episode three. it is. Three, I think. Uh, it yeah. Was a, yeah, it was three. Three or four. Uh, we were talking about disastrous dates, and I was talking about the time that... Um, uh, a one night stand went wrong, and <laughs> yeah, she, uh, we, yeah, we went to Walmart, and she, I was basically like a complete dickhead to her, trying to get her, because like I couldn't get her to leave, and so she, she came with me to Walmart, and I was like, uh, <laughs> we walked in the bakery side, and she's like, ooh, I love donuts, and I'm like, trust me, I can tell, and she still didn't get the hint, and then later on, she's like. <laughs> She's like, ooh, I love Oreos. I usually get the family pack, but it's almost not enough. I'm like, what do you mean not enough? And she's like, well, they just don't really get me full, you know? And I'm like, what? So you're sitting in front of the TV and destroying a family pack and saying <laughs> you're not full. That is incredible, Caleb. You sure know how to pick them. Uh, like ma'am, I said, if you're was, listening to this, you should yeah. get the party pack. Yeah, no, no, no. ma'am. <laughs> Do not get Oreos no more. Like, <laughs> you you need some berries. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's 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 a great go watch that. Uh go watch I that episode. But uh well I say watch it, but listen to it. Yeah. But this has been uh an episode of This Extraordinary Life, the very first video episode of This Extraordinary Life. Um, not gaming version. <laughs> she said. She said. I yawned like forty minutes ago, and and I'm wait. Really upset. I told you this was being recorded. She said I'm super no. upset that you just told me I that. I did. I would not yeah. look like this if I knew. No. Hey, this is an extraordinary <laughs> life. Okay. Yes, you are extraordinary, Morgan. <gasps> I know. I already know that. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, so make sure to get yourself all dolled up next time. I sure will. So, but yes, 
Uh, this is the first video version of this extraordinary life, non-gaming version. And to with me, I have Chandler. Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> I, 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 he, he does not have an outro. Yeah, I don't really have a. Yeah. The self-proclaimed prettier, smarty, smartier, as he said it in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Version of me, um, and Morgan. That's me, the lean lifestyle rider. And this has been, uh, yeah. So this has been great, guys. Um, go ahead and subscribe if you want to stay up to date. And stay tuned you, uh, for the articles that I should be publishing soon regarding yeah. the uh, uh, living. So I'm going to say it here to give it a little bit more room, but uh, I'm going to be making, from my, my perspective, living with someone with anxiety uh, and my girlfriend who has anxiety living with someone without anxiety because I don't really understand it. So it'll be kind of like a Romeo and Juliet article that you'll be able to read from both perspectives. It'll be super cool. Definitely it it sounds super interesting. Um, but if you guys ever need anyone to talk to, uh, we have a link to the gaming Discord in the gaming page, homepage. Um, go ahead and drop in, and all of us are there. So just, you know, have a chat. Well, awesome. You guys have been great, as always, and have a good one. All right. GG. Good game. Oh, should I stop? Stop recording. Okay, stop recording. Got it. Dude, um, I didn't know this was being recorded. Oh, she's so mad. No. I, I said, I literally said that before Man. we started recording. No.